Well, I am in a New York state of mind in the state of New York. As you know, if you've been listening to the podcasts, uh, the plan was to leave early, take my time. I have a family engagement in New Hampshire uh, in mid-September, and I didn't want to rush across the country. And the plan was to take all back roads the whole way, don't go near any major cities, and that I have done. And it has been amazing, and I'm continuing to do it, just kind of snaking my way through the fields uh, across the country at this really uh, unique and pivotal time in, uh, in the year when the fields are, the crops are growing and we're almost ready for harvest. It's just been an incredible experience. And I wouldn't even think about doing this on, on freeways. You guys know how I feel about freeways. I've talked about them before. So it, I'm all back roads. And yet, snaking my way through the fields and the fields, amazed that I made it uh, much further east or farther east than I thought I was going to. So I figured it was going to take a lot longer, and uh, it didn't. So here I was in eastern Ohio on the edge of Pennsylvania. How did I end up in New York? We'll talk about the whole thing in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York. Bob Davis Podcast 1109. The Bob Davis Podcasts. Well, I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm in New York. I've been driving a lot, and I'm taking a couple of days. I took a couple days earlier this week just because uh, it's been stressful. And the thing is, when you're in the stress, you don't know you're in the stress until after you're out of the stress. And I'm going to tell the whole story in this podcast, so you'll find out why I'm saying this. But speaking of stress, and speaking of being in a green space, to be able to relax is so much about uh, GardenGurusMN.com. These are the great landscapers and gardeners who are able to help you put together a garden so you can have a space in your you know, yard or whatever where you can go, even a small space, even within the cacophony of the urban environment to just kind of sit and smoke a cigarette or whatever you smoke or drink in your garden or meditate in your garden and get a moment to breathe. It's really, really, really important. Check out GardenGurusMN.com. They have all of the things that they do right there, commercial. They can stage real estate. They can help you build a garden. They can help you maintain a garden so that it's always nice for you. And they're great. GardenGurusMN.com. And again, thanks, guys, for sponsoring the Bob Davis Podcasts. Yeah, I'm tired. It has been a stressful uh, and yet wonderful and, and, and tremendous experience. And this is the thing about travel and uh, about keeping travel simple you're going to have ups and downs and you're going to have experiences with travel you don't realize when you're doing it that it it draws on your energy and it affects you and so today i'm just i'm really just i shouldn't even be working but i'm just taking a moment to catch my breath and relax and kind of review and i'm going to tell you some stories about the trip so far and and we're going to talk about that in this podcast so you'll hear the whole situation. It's kind of funny, actually. Eastern Ohio, on the edge of uh, the state of Pennsylvania, surprised that even though I was coming across uh, on back roads from Wisconsin, uh, so uh, Wisconsin to Illinois, 
through uh, uh, a little dip into Iowa briefly and then across Illinois bisecting sort of the central southern part of the state into Indiana on across Ohio I thought well I don't want I left early because I didn't want to I left on the 31st of July because I had to go to Rochester anyway to pick up this thing called a power station for my friend um, the campulance man this is a big lithium battery 2000 watt uh, power station that powers all my lights and my computer and my refrigerator and everything I don't have to worry about it anymore and I don't want to get into a long and involved thing but I have I don't have solar in this vehicle it has three now four battery systems the batteries themselves are starting batteries which are designed to pass through power from a second alternator up front it's an ambulance to run all the equipment it's not designed to uh, store power and then release it slowly as uh, a marine battery or a better job of uh, a lithium-ion battery over time uh, it's become quite vexing to me and I don't want to spend the money for solar so I decided uh, maybe I should get a power station then I ran into the campulance man down in Arizona he said well I'm just I've done a video on these GRE cell uh, power stations I'll sell you one so I got the biggest one I could get and I love it but the idea was to come up to Rochester and pick it up that was the plan and I thought Dave said, uh, well, I have to leave by August 15th, so you have to be here by August 15th. And I was really surprised that I made it across the country as quickly as I did. Got to the edge, of the eastern edge of Ohio, sleeping in, uh, you know, rest stops and truck stops. And I love truck stops and rest stops, but I was getting a little tired. I wanted to camp, so I thought, well, I'm going to go on into east, uh, western Pennsylvania and there's a ton of places in western pennsylvania to camp i am uh doing my thing and in the process of doing my thing i i do a thing every time i get ready to leave i do a walk around and a check of the vehicle i check the tires i look for fluids i check uh, all the things that need to be checked then i come in and do a cross check and make sure that all the cabinets are closed and everything's packed away so that it doesn't move while i'm driving at this point, I do not have the power station, but I'm on my way. I'm meandering forward uh, and northward on my way to eventually Rochester. Not in a big hurry. The plan was, I'll do some camping and I'll relax and everything will be great. And I see this fluid coming out of the front of uh, the vehicle. There are, if you have a 7.3 uh, E450, which is what I have, there there are, uh, or a 7.3, you'll see, like if you have a 7.3 250 pickup, let's say, you'll see these um, uh, tubes that are right around the shock, right near the shock uh, on the left side, right by the engine. And usually they're dry. You don't see any fluid coming out of there. And I assume that there are brake lines. And I see all this fluid coming out, black fluid coming out of those hoses. And I figure, oh, that's brake fluid. Well, I check. So then I start troubleshooting as I'm driving. You know, I'm stopping every here and there. And this is bothering me, right? I'm obsessive, so it starts to bother me. I, I'm looking. I, I check the uh, fuel pump. No, it's not the fuel pump. I check uh, the brake 
reservoir. Well, there's plenty of brake fluid. Nope. I checked the power steering reservoir. Plenty of power steering. The steering's working. Everything's working. The brakes are working. What's wrong? By now, I'm in western Pennsylvania, right? And I'm thinking, well, I can't really go camping or do anything until I kind of know what's going on here. So I figure I'm going to go get this thing checked out, right? I'm on the edge of the Allegheny. I don't want to be up in the Allegheny National Forest and have some kind of a problem as I notice this fluid. So I took it into some place along the side of the road. This guy comes out. Yeah, you got a brake problem. You got to get that fixed. You're going to run out of brakes. Can you guys do it? No, we can't do it. Uh, we got, I'll tell you what, and he refers me to this other place after some prompting. So I go to the other place. I go in. Very nice people. They look at it. They take it back in the back. I go, I think I need a brake job. I don't know. So they, they take it in the back. Guy comes out and says, come on in here. I want to show you something. <laughs> he says, that is not brake fluid. You have a, a pretty bad leak in your differential. And of course, at this point, I'm like struck by lightning. My heart starts beating because all I can think of is this is going to cost me a fortune. Uh, and what it's doing is it's leaking so much fluid, it's creating overpressure, and it's going up through that tube, and it's escaping through that tube up front. That is not brake fluid. It's literally differential fluid. And it's dark, which is... Differential fluid is supposed to be golden uh, clear. It's not supposed to be black. Well, that was the first thing that freaked me out. They said, we filled it up. And I, I asked the guy, can I get to Manchester, New Hampshire, which is where I was ultimately headed? Or can I get to Rochester, right? Yeah, you can probably get to Rochester. Uh, no problem. Just keep checking the fluid. You'll be all right. Well, I go out to the truck and I get in the truck and I think, well, hmm. And I look at the map and I see that Jamestown, New York is north about 41 miles from where I was located at this point. Now, this is an interesting thing. And I think I'm going to Jamestown. Now, why I didn't think I'll just get this fixed here, I don't really know. I thought I'm going to go to Jamestown. Uh because it was 40 miles away, it was close, and for some reason I thought in my mind there will be a lot of mechanics, good mechanics in Jamestown. I don't know why I thought that. It, that's very interesting to me. It's in the, it's, you know, it's pretty late in the evening. It's still light. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to Jamestown. And again, I don't go on the freeway. I stay on the back roads. I get to Jamestown in a relatively short period of time. It's dark by this time. I googled best transmission and differential repair Jamestown. And I get this place that opens at 8 o'clock. And I go there and it's in this old uh, industrial area. First of all, let me just say this and I'll do a little bit more information about Jamestown. Jamestown is a really cool place. There's a, there, it's a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful town. Uh, it, is an, it was uh, an industrial manufacturing center there are a number of uh, towns across the Northeast like this, although Jamestown, I think, has its own unique history in terms of manufacturing going back to the mid-1820s, uh, early 1830s. So it's a pretty interesting place, and there's a lot of hulking, uh, empty, uh, dilapidated uh, manufacturing buildings, and this 
transmission place was in one of them that had been relatively uh, repurposed, although the building that it was part of was still all messed up and broken down and everything. So it was so he had a big parking lot, big industrial parking lot, and I just pulled in there and camped. I, I just, I figured, well, if they have video, they won't see me because I'm just going to stay in. I didn't leave the truck. And I, I set my alarm for 6.30 and I got up and I made coffee and this guy never shows up. So finally at about 8.45, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else. I go back on Google and I find another place and it's about a mile away. So I drive over there. Again, I don't, I'm still leaking differential fluid. I looked under the truck in the morning. There's a little puddle of differential fluid. It's freaking me out. So I drive over about a mile to this place and I come, I walk in, I go, I got a differential leak and blah, 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 blah. Well, we can't get you it today, but these guys at J1 Auto ought to be able to help you. So they send me over to J1 Auto in Jamestown. And I mention them because it's a really great story. I want to talk about uh, how, how great these guys are because this is why I chose Jamestown. Uh, intuitively and unconsciously, because I figured that uh, Jamestown, I knew, was an old manufacturing center. And seriously, I figured there would be a lot of master mechanics left there. And we're going to talk about that in the second half of this podcast. Well, manufacturing, mechanics, fuel makes me think of 36 Lint. Now, they don't do mechanic work, but they do get the best price on fuel because they're an independent refueling station. One of the things I've learned is uh, on the road that if you can find an independent refueling station somewhere, you can get a better deal on fuel. And with diesel, that makes a huge difference because it's usually more expensive than gasoline. But gasoline, too. Any amount of money that we can save anytime, anywhere is a good thing these days. That's why 36 Lin is a great choice when you need gas or you need coffee. First of all, they get a better deal on fuel. They can pass the savings on to customers. Secondly, they got Peace Coffee, all different flavors and, and types inside locally sourced products in the store. Check them out online at 36lin.com or click on their banner at the top of the page at thebobdavispodcast.com. And I'll tell you more about them going forward. J1 Auto. This isn't a commercial for J1 Auto. This is my experience with J1 Auto, and it's a great experience. I can't tell you, you know, I've I've encountered situations where I have to spend a lot of money to fix this vehicle on the road. This is this is the thing about travel that many people who decide to become nomads or want to become nomads generally don't understand or are prepared for, and that is when you're traveling usually even if you have a new vehicle even if you have an expensive rv stuff's going to go wrong you're going to have to get it fixed you're not going to know any of the people they're not going to know you they don't have to take care of you first they don't have to take care of you at all because all of their local customers are you know their cars are lined up outside generally speaking and you have to figure out a way to finesse or to ask or to throw yourself at the mercy of these guys to get things done. And there's no other way around it. And a lot of times it's very expensive. So I've learned you got to work the problem. You just have to work the problem. You have to do a process of elimination. Sometimes with these specialized vehicles, RVs or old uh, purpose vehicles like an ambulance or a school bus, 
you got to do the troubleshooting yourself and you have to help these guys in any way that you can to understand what the problem is by not just saying there's a weird noise there's a weird knocking there's a this there's a leak i don't know help me because the longer that they spend working on that the more you're going to get charged right so if they have to spend time troubleshooting so the more you can tell them the better and i'm just saying as a as a matter of course i've learned you got to work the problem and it's can be frustrating and it's scary because you don't want to spend the money because you want to spend the money on cool stuff for your vehicle you want to spend the money on going and getting a great dinner in the town where you're going you want to spend the money on new tires or whatever your plan is so you don't want to spend the money on mechanical stuff well i'm driving a 20 year old vehicle and you know uh, actually more than 20 it's like 22 so things break and i have fixed things religiously for years i fixed a lot of stuff on this vehicle ball joints sway bars <laughs> new transmission uh, uh, uh all the things that I, you can think of aside from a new engine right uh, that's where i draw the line uh so over the years there's been a lot of repairs and i've gotten to know this vehicle pretty intimately in terms of what it will do when there's a problem what the problem is i had never encountered well i have encountered differential issues so i've been pretty religious about making sure that i do differential maintenance and it's been a while so i thought well you've blown up the dif differential is what's happened these guys go out there and they 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 came back in this is where your leak is your leak is in back and it's there are gouts of of differential fluid coming out of where the speed sensor is and a couple other places as far as we can tell we can't fix it okay now what let me tell you about these guys at j1 so this guy jason i think that's his name was up front big guy with a beard uh of, i don't remember the name of the woman she was great too he i watched him because i was there i spent a lot of time at j1 and i watched them help people in a ton of different ways they they had this uh, state inspection thing in new york and they they were explaining to people no 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 you don't need to get a new engine you don't need to get this to be inspected which this inspection thing is ridiculous but okay it, it, helping people regular everyday people who and 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 by the way this is the only editorial comment i'm making this that uh, regular people these days they are concerned and they are heavily pressed when it comes to expenses so they don't want to spend money on their car unless they have to they don't and he's saying well you don't need tires now to this one woman you know she asked about getting new tires he goes you know what if you're gonna get rid of this thing in a year you don't need tires now but here's a price on the tires and this guy was great i watched him do a bunch of different help a bunch of different people great vibe and it made me feel great about jamestown it made me feel great about people if you're if you have a mechanical problem they'll probably hate me for saying this but if you have a mechanical problem with your vehicle in uh, uh, in anywhere in southern New York or uh, western Pennsylvania, just swing up to Jamestown and go visit J1 Audio because and and they're not paying me for this. First of all, they don't have much room for your RV. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, they will at least help you. So let me tell you what these guys did. They go, we can't fix it go see this guy chad we've called him for you he's about a mile away so i get his location his name is chad they said he's not going to be there till you know noon because he went up to rochester to get a truck and when he comes back 
then he'll see you. Okay, go down there, park, get my chair out, sit in his uh, driveway. The one thing I noticed was they said, this is the best transmission and differential guy in Jamestown. There's nobody better. He's fabulous. His shop, so it was an old gas station. They all are. They're all old gas stations. It was an old gas station. It had a couple of bays. Everything was just super well organized. It was super clean, very well organized. You could just see this guy was one of these guys. And there's, I think, well, he was obviously a master mechanic. And there's a lot of guys like that in Jamestown who who have a lot of experience with mechanics and manufacturing and things like that. He's probably the top, literally the top guy. And I'll tell you why in a second. He shows up. He shows up with this kid. They got this truck. They put the truck in the back. And he's like, comes at, at me, get out, gets out of the truck and goes, yeah, I know. Hey, you must be the guy. Yeah, I'm the guy. I can't. I've, I've got 63 hours in. I'm basically can't do any more work. I'm done, you know, because I'm supposed to be retired. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you're the best guy in town. You know, but I go, could, could you please just have look at it and tell me what you think is wrong? He's got this kid with him, a young man. I shouldn't say a kid, but to me, you know, get under there and see where it's leaking. So he crawls under the truck, gets right up in there. And he's calling out where he sees fluid. Well, there's a little on the uh, axle. There's a little on the uh, housing. Hmm, that's not that. It goes, oh, man. This thing is, is just pouring fluid out of the speed sensor location. Now, the speed sensor on the 7.3 is uh, located right at the back on the back uh, axle uh, on the top side next to the differential it that's where it sets into the um the the axle and it's it's really a it's a, i called it a brake abs sensor but it's a speed sensor i look at chad i'm going to tell you what the problem is i've seen this a thousand times i've i do 400 of these every year and over the years i have seen this again and again and again what happens is these mechanics replace these sensors and they get in a hurry and they basically reach up in there, shove them in, and they lock them and they think they're locked, but they're not locked. And then this is what happens. Now, a little bit of backstory. While I was still in Wisconsin, I got, because this is what happens every season, uh, I go back to Wisconsin and I have, or Minnesota, and I, I have people that I work with that fix the truck. So I, I needed um, a new oil manifold that that needed to get done. Beautiful. It isn't leaking well at all. I got a bunch of other stuff done. Among them, they told me you got to get a new speed sensor on the back of uh, you know your truck. And I usually don't like to do that because I've learned updates aren't always the best policy. But I said, okay, fine. Well, I told him, I said, well, I did replace the speed sensor recently. He goes, well, that's your problem. He goes, I guarantee it. I'm confident this is your problem because uh, I've seen it so many times. Okay, go back over to J1. It's now one o'clock in the afternoon. Not a good time to go get service on a Friday. I think it was Friday in any place. Walk in, Jason's up at the counter. This is what Chad said. You want to call him? I'm thinking if this is all that has to be done is basically replace or fix this sensor, 
then you guys can do it. You might have to wait a while. No problem. Happy to wait. So this is where I got to sit in the waiting room and various other spots and just sort of see these guys help people one after the other. And they're getting a fair amount of work. It's not like they're not working and just, you know, helping people for free, but they were very helpful to people. And it was a great, I said at one point, boy, the, vi the vibe in here in the Jamestown is great. The mechanic comes in, this is the offending item. And it was a little uh, O-ring, looked like one of those miniature plastic ties. That's what it looked like. It was kind of misshapen and messed up. When the guy installed it, that little O-ring has to be lubricated, set in place, and then when you set the sensor in, it has to slide down in there and then you turn it and lock. But you have to make sure that that sensor is hooked up to the O-ring properly so that it sits evenly. Because if it doesn't, then it's going to come loose and it's going to start leaking. And that's what happened in this case. 200 bucks at the end of the day, both for the first sort of... Uh, uh, look at trying to figure out what the problem was and then later to fix it uh, it was 130 so I spent 50 in Pennsylvania and then another 30 or so in uh, Jamestown New York and got back on the road for 200 bucks the thing about it is if I hadn't worked that and again staying calm for me was extremely difficult if I hadn't worked that problem step by step uh, I don't want to think about what it would have ended up costing me after that, all was well. I, I took a short trip up to Rochester. I went on the freeway just to make sure. And each time I stopped, when I got to uh, the Campulance man's house, got my power unit, which is great. Thank you, Dave. Checked then to make sure there wasn't any differential leaks. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of seepage just from the amount of fluid that was uh, uh, already on the axle, but that's pretty much over now. And I stayed in a rest stop in uh, on the New York Thruway, which was... You know, it's a toll road. I said to Dave, where can I, is there a truck stop? He goes, well, there's 90 and 90 is the thruway. It's a tollway, but they have rest stops like every 20 miles. I went about 10 miles down to a rest stop. It was great. They have like a Shake Shack. They have a Starbucks. They have, I mean, <laughs> it was a great, it was a great, I slept like a baby. Then the next day, got off uh, 90, the uh, New York thruway, and then came down into New York stayed uh by geneva the finger lakes are beautiful amazing stayed there beautiful three beautiful sunny days just great charged the power unit with this with the solar then decided to come up to the adirondacks where i am now so let me just quickly tell you about new york and being in the new york state of mind you know the famous billy joel song which has to do with being in the city and reading the New York Times and all that nonsense. There's something about upstate New York that is so fantastic. It, I, I don't, I love the people. They're great. You drive along these back roads and there's little ice cream places and you could stop and get ice cream or a, or a vanilla shake or whatever you want, a hamburger or whatever. Same in Pennsylvania too, by the way. But all these towns are so old. Some of these towns go back to the Revolutionary War. You know, the further east you get, the more you get into the old part. And then this part, uh, the Adirondacks especially, and the Finger Lakes especially, were settled early because of the water supply. And it is beautifully green and verdant and rich and just a, a, a great experience. I came two years ago. I did the Industrial Revolution tour in reverse and... 
drove along the Great Lakes didn't get down here to the the Finger Lakes or get up to the Adirondacks, at least the southern portion of the Adirondacks. So I kind of had to stay on the northern edge. So now I'm enjoying going around in the southern part. It's just a cool place. Uh, the state of New York is a is a really upstate is a really cool place. Obviously, like Minnesota or Wisconsin, although that's a little further north than here. I don't know if I'd want to be here in the winter. The winters up here can be pretty rough just because of the lake effect snow and so on. I don't know how far down that goes. But being here in August is uh, is quite an experience. So I'm in a New York State Park. All of the Adirondacks is New York State Parks. This is not a national park. And it is a treasure. Uh, I'm literally at a campsite and I'm across the road from the lake. But I look right down to uh, some lake. I don't know which lake it is just relaxing and trying to just sort of uh, relax after that was pretty stressful and i felt victorious because uh, i figured the problem out and they figured the problem out i'm not saying that i figured it out but they i knew there was something wrong because i knew they had done work back there and i have never had anything like this happen with my differential even though you know it's an old truck and eventually i'll have to replace a differential i'm sure but it's never been a problem until somebody messed with it. <laughs> Those are some of the pitfalls, and just to be aware, and thanks for uh, for joining me in my New York state of mind. I'm going to make some more coffee, I think, because it's, it's cloudy, it's been raining, and I don't mind at all. Isn't that interesting? Well, very quickly... Uh, thanks for subscribing to the Bob Davis Podcast on iTunes. Thanks for subscribing to the Bob Davis Podcast YouTube channel. All of that is going very, very well. We will have much more to talk about, I'm sure, as we work our way across to New Hampshire. I'm going up to the White Mountains for a little while, Mount Washington area, and then we'll see where we go from there. Uh, I guess I'm going to Manchester for a couple weeks, and I'm going to chill out and go to restaurants and kind of have some fun in Manchester, then over to Portsmouth, and then all the way back down to Arizona diagonally across the United States on back roads. Thanks for your donations. I'll get to, I don't have the list in front of me, but I'll do that uh, next podcast. And thanks again for listening to podcast uh, 1109. In a New York state of mind, in the state of New York. <gasps> Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood But I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line I'm in a New York state of mind Seen all the movie stars in their fancy cars and their limousines. Been high in the Rockies under the Everglades. I know what I'm needing, and I don't want to waste more time. I'm in a New York state of mind.